is God Lord it is out of him that your answers are he's the one who can help you to win to recover to overtake and to have the strength to pursue this God is a great God But God alone, God alone cannot bring it to pass until you cooperate with him. In every situation, in every miracle, in everything that God does, he's the one who is the initiator, he's the one who does it, but he needs the cooperation of man. He wanted to build an ark to save mankind. He did not just come down to cut the trees down by himself. But he needed the cooperation of Noah to build the ark. God wanted to take his people out of slavery. He needed the cooperation of Moses and the children of Israel. God would have said, I will take you out. Moses, go and take them out. And Moses said, let's go. And they would say, we won't go. They would have remained in Egypt. So tonight, your miracle, whatever you're looking for, first is in God. Second in his word, and third in you. So, today, can we just open to First Samuel, 
chapter 30, verse 1. Now it happened. Say it happened. Sometimes some things happen. <laughs> Isn't it? Sometimes you didn't ask, but it, hap- it happens. Now it happened. When David and his men came to Ziklag, on the third day that the Amalekite had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire. What a sad news. What a sad news. Coming back home, seeing yourself as a victorious army, that even your enemies were afraid of you. Winning many battles, Right now, coming down to come and meet your family, come and meet your home, walking so many, about 90 kilometers, coming to, expecting to meet your children, your family, your wife, and what you met was a disaster. We all have plans in life. But sometimes the things we don't have plan for, they are the one we meet. Have you gone through that before? There are things you haven't planned for. They are the one that greets you in the morning. Those that you plan for seem to run away from you. So look at what happened. And had taken captive. The women, the what? When you enter, the first thing that comes to your mind is your wife. Because they are very precious to every man. Every man's wife is very precious to him. Except uh, they push the woman on you. If you were the one who went and hunted and caught it, then it's very precious to you. So, they were looking for their wives. Say, okay, if the children are taken, we can still give birth with our wife and get other children. But no, now, they've taken their wife, the women, and those who were there, from small to what? Great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. Taking them into slavery, they destroyed the place, took the human beings. We won't kill them, but we'll use them. And it's more torturing. You don't know whether they have killed them on the way or not. 
minute and run through your mind. You don't know their whereabouts. They've been kidnapped. And you are chasing, you don't know where to even chase the, the kidnappers. And you see your heart. So, look at what happened. So, David and his men came to the city and there was, there it was burned with fire. And their wives, their sons, and their daughters have been taken captives. Your business, your finances, your health, your joy, your marriage have been taken captive. When it happened like that, what then happened? Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until what? They had no more power to weep. Maybe you haven't got to that point yet. Sometimes you weep and you weep and weep as if nothing comes again. <laughs> Then you, you want to, you, 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 the weeping is finished. You see soldiers who have wept and now have no strength to weep. Sometimes we have also gone to that situation. We have, we met things, not your wife, and maybe you've wept inside. And now you have no strength to weep again. Let's continue. And David, two wives, the maiden David, and David, two wives, go on, don't go and take two. Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the what? The widow of Nabal, the Camelite, had been taken what? Captive. David to his wives. So it's not only the soldiers. So it's not only the men. It's not only the officers. The general himself. He have lost two wives. Now David was what? Greatly distressed. When it comes to that, you are distressed. David was distressed. Some of us are distressed. If we try things and they are not happening, you become distressed. And these seasons are distressful seasons. When you are doing your best and the enemy is running away with you, what you have, you are not catching it, you become distressed. So he was distressed for the people spoke of stoning him. The very people he guarded. The way he guarded them, you will find out that these people are also people who were discontent and somebody chasing, let me call it in Ghanaian way, Kubolos. 
He was able to turn Kumolos into an army. People who don't know how to take instruction, to take instruction. But that thing is still in them. So when the stress thing came, their thing came. They are, how do you call them? The few, few militia people. Their vigilante spirit. They forgot their, their military men trained well how to take instruction. The vigilante things came up. And they found that the, when these vigilante things can, they don't respect anybody. They then took stones. They said, the cause of our problem is David. If we hadn't followed this boy, we wouldn't have lost our family, our properties, our building, and our everything. If I hadn't followed Jesus Christ, I wouldn't have lost my boyfriend. And now, it's difficult for me to live normal life. You take stone to find the one who got you born again. To find somebody to blame. Anytime people are distressed, they want somebody to blame. But David's attitude was different. Huh. Because the people saw, because the soul of the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David allowed. David's attitude was different. As a leader, raising leader, when there's distress, you don't just act by what is causing your distress. You'll find solution. It is not a time to blame. Some people like the blame game. Fix it. Find solution for it. When problem comes, Think through and find solution for the problem. Not finding uh, blames here and there. Blame doesn't fit fixed things. David, first what he did was what? Sometimes, brothers and sisters, you may have nobody to encourage you. You have to encourage your own self. In life, don't expect the encouragement of men to carry you to your destination. If you wait on that, you may never arrive. The first thing you must do is to learn how to encourage yourself. Have an inbuilt encouragement. That no matter what happened, there is something within you that says, I will make it. 
Yes, Shonda won our saddest to encourage us. But let me tell you, everybody is carrying his load. Some people come and you see, we are all smiling. You don't know the kind of load that the person is carrying and that is making him smile. <laughs> so don't expect any place if people encourage you, it's a bonus. But don't stand on encouragement of men that I will arrive at my destination. Encourage yourself in the Lord. What David did was he encouraged himself in the Lord. He knew that there's no one that can help me. I have no clue to what is happening. I don't have answers to what is happening to my life. But God on my side, I will be able to overcome this situation. Say David encouraged himself. Let's continue. Very soon. And David said to Abiata, the priest. Then David said to Abiata, the, the priest, Ahimelech's sons, please bring the effort here to me. And Abiata brought the effort to him, to David. He was with them. He managed to get the priest, the high priest. And what it carries is part of his uniform, uh, distance are there, and they are there to, they are determined, and listen, they use it to find the will of God. He couldn't go to the temple because Saul was looking for him. <laughs> but he managed to get the priest that carries the direction and the guidance of God. That is not a place that I need. It is a God that I need. So he then said, bring those ones because in part of that dress, that thing is there to help us know the will of God. For me, David, what is important to me in any situation is God's will. Once I find his will, I know I will arrive at my goal. Call the priest. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, I am Alexander, please bring the earth out here to me. And Abiathar brought the earth out to David. Okay, continue. So, David inquired of the Lord. Say, David inquired of the Lord. What does he mean? Huh? Huh? Inquiries. What does it mean? David wanted to know the mind of God. In your distress time, the first thing you must look for, what can solve that problem is the mind of God. But the enemy is doing 
everything to take off people's mind from God's will. They will let people tell you any other thing apart from his will for your life. And today I pray that you will inquire from the Lord and know the mind of God for your life. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. That is why we are here. The enemy is the one that comes to plunder and take. But God is the one that will help you to recover. So, hey, when will I get to that place? He asks the will of God, shall I do what? Pursue. There are some ventures if you pursue, you're wasting your time. He wants to know whether the journey I am going will be a very fruitful journey. Shall I pursue to propose to that lady? Shall I pursue to say yes to that proposal? Shall I pursue in this business that is going through struggle or I should leave it and start another one? Shall I pursue this man who is giving me trouble in life or I should drop him on the way? Shall I pursue the agenda or I should stop? Shall I pursue next election? Should I go again or I will lose and lose my money? Shall I pursue With the church business, shall I pursue somebody owes you, you've chased him, the money you used to chase him is more than the money he owes you. <laughs> Using good money to chase bad money. Shall I pursue this my child education shall I pursue it or I should let him just do anything Christian must learn how to ask God whether to pursue or not sometimes our struggle is because 
we don't know the will of God. Oh, you don't get me. Maybe the next Friday, special Friday, we have to deal with how to find the will of God and how to seek the mind of God. Maybe and the Spirit gives me freedom. When he asks, oh, shall I pursue? Shall I pursue my career? Shall I continue to pursue? Lord, the dream that I had, in spite of all these difficulties, shall I pursue it? I'm talking to somebody. This is what your heart cry has been for many years. May the Lord speak to you. May the Lord reveal his will to you by his spirit tonight. Enough is enough. We have walked in darkness. Shall I pursue? Shall I pursue that examination? Or as you change and do another course. Shall I pursue by staying outside there or to come back home? You are listening to me. Shall I pursue this case or I should drop it. That is the cry of many. Cry of the great. Cry of the little. Cry of the nations. And cry of homes. Shall I pursue these witches that are troubling me? Hey! Some little witches. You're going around. Small, small witches. And they just take your attention left and right. Shall I pursue that fly? don't take time, you will spend all your time chasing that little fly. By the time you realize, time is gone. Tonight, my cry is that God, by his Holy Spirit, will speak to men and women. What was God's answer? In that particular case, he said what? What did God say? Pursue the fact that 
you went in, it didn't work, doesn't mean that you have failed. Pursue. Once you hear pursue, you can fail a hundred times, thousand times. It is not called a failure. It is only called a trial. Pursue it. Pursue that dream. What God put on your heart. You started it was working well. Something came along the line and is frustrating you. God said tonight, pursue. Pursue it. Chase it. Run after it. It takes energy to run, to pursue. You don't stand at one place. Take a step. Pursue it. Lady, pursue it. You might have fallen as a Christian and since you should give up in the Christian life. Tonight, God said, rise up again and pursue your Christian life. Pursue it. For you shall what? I like God. When God speaks, I like him. See, God does not speak like me. If is an, an analyst. He will say, okay, go after it. Maybe. Maybe you may find them. It's better you chase them and chase them than to stay. You may find them. Some of them might have been be dropped on the way. Some of them might escape somewhere. So maybe, but God did not put maybe. He said, you what? Ah, he said, for you shall what? Surely. Surely means what? He's very confident. He's very sure about the, the end result. Surely. Surely that thing will go right with you. Surely that dream will be arrived at. Surely you shall get your destination. Surely. I love God. I love when he used the surely. Surely means that without doubt. Without shadow of doubt. It doesn't matter your energy. You know, the people had traveled for about 90 miles, kilometers. They were tired. Coming home to come and rest. And they have to start another journey. This one chasing their wives and children. Trying to catch them. No wonder some couldn't cross. Some got tired on the way. But once God said pursue, some may fall by the side, but we will continue and we shall continue to go. He said, pursue. 
So David went, and he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook Bessel, where those stayed who were left behind. These people who invaded the place, who are those people? Who are those people? The Amalekites. Have you? See, when they, God delivered Israel from Egypt and in the wilderness, the first battle they met was with Amalek. That was where Joshua and Moses and her went up there, and Moses lifted up his. From that day, God cursed and brought divine judgment upon Amalek. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and record it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Let me continue. It's not where I'm going. Then the Lord said to Moses, no, no, go back to my, my main scripture. But David did what? Pursued. He and 400 men. For what? 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook vessel. Sometime in Peswan or in following or in pursuing your goal, there is weariness. The fact that goes to pursue doesn't mean that you won't get tired. They got 600 men started the journey. Is it wanted? Huh? Wanted. Couldn't go. That is enough to demoralize the army. Sandra, you know you are tired. You can't tell somebody you are tired. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Sandra, you are feeling something, you can't see it. But once the <laughs> somebody says it, ah, I did, this is why we always feel, you know. <laughs> why why we why are we wasting our time? We've walked, we've walked and walked, we haven't found the people. David, why don't we go back? At the brook there, where they have to cross, that was where one third decided we are tired. Those one third could have discouraged the two thirds. For them, we say, look, we have done our best. We have pressed so hard. We have come so far, even to this brook. If we haven't found them, where are we going to find them again? David had the word of God that said, pursue. And what God said is that pursue, you will do what? You will what? Surely, it doesn't matter whether 90% is tired or not. He said, you will surely do what? Overtake them. And someone who asks, 
Is that overtaken? At the brook, is that overtaken? When we are tired, people overtake when there's energy to run. <laughs> or when you are tired, can you overtake? Ha! And these people, they are eating, they are walking, they are enjoying themselves, and you say you are running from another journey, you are going another journey, you are tired. What energy can you even use to fight if you meet them? So the devil will preach you a very good gospel. A gospel of giving up. A gospel of throwing in the towel. A gospel of saying, that, well, let's forget the past. They are dead. Let me go and find another woman. And marry. And get children. Is it not a good suggestion from the devil? But David's mind was not, he didn't have another option. His option was the word of God, which God says that. His eye was on the goal. He knew that he would find every one of them. Once God has said, God will restrain the hand of the people from killing them. If you understand this God, you will trust him with all your life. Let me finish. But David did what? Pursued. Say pursued. And he and what? 400 men for 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook person. Then they found where? An Egyptian an African. They found one of our brothers who was a slave to this Amalekite. And because they did not respect, they have devalued life so much that when this man got sick, instead of giving him medicine to, to recover, they left him to die. They don't value if you don't value life that is where you can even kill if you value life you will try to save life because God values life So they met this Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and they gave him bread and he ate. Imagine you meet somebody like that. Sometimes your anger will let you kill the person. We call it mob. What? This is it's not he who took it over. It's your master 
who have done that to Addison and you catch a servant. Ah! You put all your anger on the servant. The same way we put anger of people on people who are related. But they were very wise. They needed information. <laughs> and the one who can give the information is sick. Maybe it's hunger. So, they gave him food to eat. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two cluster of raisins. So, when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. Sometimes, or come. <laughs> Some hunger is like disease. Have you gone through that before? It goes as in ketinkete. Have you gone through that? You know that ketinkete? Eh? Things run through your body. Sometimes you see human being too, too. The moment he ate the food, he was strengthened. <laughs> he gained strength. His strength came back to him. For he had eaten no bread, nor drank water for three days and three nights. He was at the point of death. Imagine you in the desert, he didn't, maybe he lost hope. He was also praying, oh God, have mercy on me. And see, where he is, sometimes when you pray, you don't know how God is going to answer it. You are in a bush. They have left you there. If God will answer, the first day he would have done it. <laughs> the second day he would have done it. The third day when you are ready to die, how is he going to answer it? Brethren and sisters, God will come even at the last minute to bring help to you. The 11 hour they found him. Then he entered. Ha, I love it. Then David said to him, to whom do you belong? And where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt. Seven of an Amalekite. And my master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. David even didn't know where he came from. Or he Papa Keke. They gave him food to eat. After hearing by they asked him where we are going. You say, oh, yeah, anytime. We, are, we are looking for our wives. We don't have time. But sometimes, God, in looking for your destiny, God set some people to help you. <laughs> May God bring the right person on your path. May God move the person on your path. Sometimes your destiny is a link 
with somebody who do not matter. He's the one who can show you where the destiny is. Joseph, destiny was a link to the prisoner he was in, which he interpreted the dream to. He never got a, a, a reward for that. But his life was a link to that. At the right time, God triggered that. And the guy linked him to Pharaoh. Brethren, you don't know your link, man. Your link, man, might be just around you. Is about to connect you. Connect to whatever you need to find your destiny. He will connect you to that place. Let me continue. Then David said to him, to whom do you belong? And where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt. Seven of an Amalekite. And my master left me behind because three days ago I felt sick. Masters don't care. If he's a slave, he don't care. If he's a son, he will carry him. That is why he ought to be the son of God. So that in the time of trouble, you will be carried. Maybe we made an invasion of the southern area of the Cherethites in the territory which belonged to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb and we burned Ziglag with fire. If you were among and you saw your television being burned, you saw all the money you saved in buying uh, what? Building your house. You spent all your life, you work and save, you took loan. The interest high. Then you finish paying, the moment you finish paying the interest, by the thing becomes yours. He, they came and bend it. The first thing you do, your anchor, your reaction will be what? Kill him. <laughs> God, they bent. They brought the wound. He's reminding you of what you have lost. And he said, I am part of the people that destroyed the place. That set the fire. But David was wise. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? So he said, Swear to me by the God that you will you 
swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master. And I will take you down to this troop. So he has to negotiate. Negotiation power. So they have to negotiate things before you. Uh, you, you just say, go, I'll take you. He said, hey, already I am dead here. <laughs> if you take me there, they will call me a betrayer and will kill me. So just swear by the God you serve that you will not what? You will not kill me. You will also not hand me over to <laughs> so I can have my life free. Thank God for these Egyptians. So there's signed the agreement. And when he had brought him down, there they were. Because the only way David could find them was through this man. So when God says, you will surely find them, he had this man in mind. When God speaks, he makes provision for his word to come to pass. Three days back, the sickness that came, if it was sickness, and three days you have been eaten, the sickness will worsen. Isn't it? Huh? But after the guy ate, the sickness that was there vanished. It wasn't because of hunger that they left him. Do you know that? It was because what? He was sick. And the guy couldn't go again. They saw that this guy is going to be a burden on us. Leave him there to die. For three days, he hasn't eaten Having drunk water, was sick. Not that he was only uh, moving and left him to be hungry for three days. So the sickness ought to become worse. But the moment he ate, strength, energy came. What used to be the sickness? Gone. He was no longer the sick man again. He could not lead them. It was God's plan. The wisdom of God. The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. The wisdom of his master was to leave that man to die. And it looked so foolish for God to let the man become sick. But it was God's wisdom to use that man to lead David and his people to fulfill his word that you shall surely find them. I hope you have been blessed. I hope I'm not boring you. What I'm saying is connected to you. The devil may mean some other things. 
but it's because of you. And tonight, whatever is lost in your life, you shall recover it. Finally, and when he had brought him down, there they were, spread out all over the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of what? The Philistines and from the land of Judah and from where? Move the next. Then David did what? Attacked them from twilight, that is early in the morning, until the evening of the next day. What kind of strength? After walking, after getting tired, after some couldn't even go with you, this man could fight for 24 hours. When God says he's going to fight for you, he gives you the strength to survive the hours and the days. Ha, I love it. Then David attacked them from twilight. Oh my Lord. Not a man of them what? Escaped. Except 400 young men. Who rode on camels and fled? Now, 400 and the money to get 400 escaped. It was the camel that held them. <laughs> so, David did what? Oh, the, uh, this is where I like. So David what? So David what? Recovered what? All that the Amalekite had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. Did God tell the truth? Was he able to honor his word? Didn't he tell David that he will recover all? And did he recover all? So if God speaks to you that he will help you, will he be able to help you? Does it matter whether some people got tired at the brook or not? God's word. A sure, a sure foundation in which you can put your trust. Tonight, most of us, the Amalekites have taken our things away. Taking your wife away. Taking your husband. You've been chasing, praying left and right. Oh, you, the man is not coming. Amalekite. You will surely you will surely recover all. Some of us, our businesses, we've tried everything. 
Not that we are lazy. We have applied all business principles. But the principles are not being principled. Tonight, some of us have risen before. Our life have gone high. Our Christian life, the devil have stolen it away. We don't have any testimony again. We have to recover. There will be a recovering. I say what? You see, for me, the portion that is so much is because God spoke. Whenever God speaks, he has what it takes. When God promised David, I was asking God, God, do you know what you are saying? These people, these people who are disgruntled, who are tired, who cannot, who cannot walk, these people, they are, they are going at their leisure time. How? But God knew. I said, so where would they even find these people? But at the brook. Just after they cross the brook, isn't it? So then where you have to give up. If, if they had given up, if they were all tired, they were all saying, oh, we won't go again. They wouldn't have found that gentleman. When you are closer to your goal, that is when you feel like giving up. Sometimes you've gone and trusted God and lived for God and tried everything. Nothing seems to work. You feel like giving up. You are close to the one that is going to lead you to your destiny. When you feel like that, then you are at the brook. But you will cross the brook. Just after the brook, someone is waiting for you to feed him so that he will take you to your destination. Are you tired? Are you giving up? Have you lost hope? Today, I'm telling you, those who've lost hope, I'm bringing new, new hope in your revival. 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 Christianity have stopped trusting that God. I believe that we go back to the old religion. Where we'll look for this God. Where we'll ask permission from that God. Where it is only God where that will reign in our life. We will go back to that time. And God, when God says pursue, it doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter who is saying what. It doesn't matter who is doing what. Look, we'll pursue the truth and pursue the word. Four hundred men. Four hundred tire men. Why do I say that tire? If there were six hundred and two tire by the road, 
doing the same work. Then the rest too. Some little tire man. Some tire days inside. Sometimes tire, you don't want to give up that you are tired. You are tired, but you don't want to show you are tired. That is, they fought, destroyed them. God brought heavenly energy, heavenly strength. Angels fought alongside with them and won. God needs you so that his angels can bring help. Then, after that war, those who run away, what then happened finally? And nothing of this was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil of anything who they had taken from them. David recovered all. David recovered all. Mention your name that you are going to recover all. You don't believe yourself. You don't believe in the God who says you will recover all. God is in the business of recovering. That's the reason why Jesus came. He said, I came that I might recover what had been lost. What was lost in the garden? Jesus came to recover all to the believer. That is why you can stand and say the son of God. I call my name Christopher. I am not the son of God. Adam the son of God. <laughs> that is why you can say I am righteous. Hey, some, when I say I am righteous, somebody have made a face. You, you, you look at your action and look at uh, the word righteous. They uh, say, prophet, it's not me. The Bible says he was made sin so that you will become what? The righteousness of God. You're a righteous man who is not living righteously. So you better learn how to live righteous so that you can feel happy. So that you can be fulfilled. So finally, then David took all the flocks and the heads they had driven before those other livestock and said, this is David's spoil. He was the one they were going to stone, so he must take his portion first. <laughs> now, David came to the 200 men who had what? Been so weary that they could not follow David, whom they also had made to stay at the brook. So they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them 
than all the wicked and what? Worthless means that <laughs> Worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. We have this type of people in church. This type of greedy men, greedy women in church, that only want things for themselves and don't want any brother to enjoy. Oh, it's a prophet. You didn't pray that prayer. At the prayer meeting, you didn't come. So with this breakthrough, you shouldn't have some. Christianity is not like that. David said, each one has his strength. Everybody has got his capability. The level he can go. So if you can pray for 12 hours and some sister can pray for full hour, 30 minutes, when the breakthrough comes, it belongs to all of us. But David said, my brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us. Who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. You see, the people have forgotten. When you pray and you have a result, you've forgotten that you are not the one who gave the result. It is God. When you pray for somebody who gets a breakthrough, you've forgotten that it is God who brought that breakthrough. It's not your prayer. Anytime you begin to take God's portion, you are putting yourself, you become a worthless and wicked person. David recognized that that battle He's not the one who fought it. It's God who delivered them. It's God who helped them fight the battle. It's God who showed them the way. If it was not God, he, David, and that 400 men wouldn't get to any place. They would have been killed by this man. God has spared your life and I've given you booty you won't thank God for sparing your life. Finally. Who will heed you in this matters? Why now? Who, who will heed you in this matters? But as his part is, 
who goes down to the battle, so shall his part be. Who stays by the supplies, they shall share alike. So the people, even though were tired, they were also guiding the supplies. The fact that they were tired, they were not moving, they were supplying them food. When they need something, they are protecting. When they get hungry, they come there and they come and take. There are people who were also keeping the supply. Everybody works is important. So when we are sharing, they shared it equally. Brethren, nobody will be left here today. If we were staying by the brook, if we went to the battlefront, you could be the one that preached here. Our share will be the same tonight. Hallelujah. Hey, you could be the one that ushered, thank you, with due apology, that sang, that preached, that uh, uh, played the instrument, that uh, some, and, and some, they sat in the chair and they listened. We shall all have <laughs> the same today. We're going to pray today. Don't choke with it. We're going to pursue. You have an aspiration. You must pursue it. The Lord has spoken that pursue. You will overcome. You will overtake. You will do what? He set men on the way to show you the way to overtake them. So we're going to stand and you can, if you like, you can sleep. Eh? This one, my destiny, the people I'm chasing is different from the people you're chasing. So don't say I'm going to lie down by the brook. <laughs> but what I will bring, you might not like it. <laughs> we have gone through several warfare. Setbacks in our life. Tried many things and different kind of things and they are not working. Tonight, David gave us a clue that it was God who did the fighting. That's why we have gathered here tonight that God would do the battle for us. We went to pray and I wanted to pray. I want you to target your goal. Whatever that have left your hand that is legitimately yours, who the enemy have taken away from you. Tonight, we are decreeing. Tonight, we are taking it. Tonight, we are breaking through. Tonight, we are doing great work today. You can wrestle it tonight. It's a wrestling time. You can stand and say, let it pass by. Tonight is your night. Reverse. The enemy have stolen some things from you. Some of you five years, ten years, twenty years. Some of you for life. Some of you five months. Some of you just last month. 
You have lost your job. You have lost something. You have lost your baby in your womb. You have lost certain things. Tonight is your night. You shall recover all. You shall pursue it, overtake it, and recover all. Let us pray now. We have come with all.